Well, hello, dear hearts. I trust that you're having an empowering day. Welcome to the very first episode of a biblical perspective podcast where God's point of view is the only one that matters. I am your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson, president and founder of C.T. Johnson Ministries International, where we are declaring truth and empowering lives. Wow. God is faithful. He indeed is faithful and his faithfulness has allowed yours truly this opportunity to debut the very first episode of a biblical perspective podcast right here on charisma podcast network hello family we're excited yes god is faithful we are so excited in case you cannot tell for this great opportunity for this great open door that the Lord has availed unto us, whereby we are able to bring to you a podcast that is strictly for the Lord Jesus Christ in regards to him expressing his intent, his perspective, his opinion, because the truth of the matter is, again, God's opinion is the only one that matters for he is sovereign. He is the creator of creation. He is the deity of deities. He's the God of gods, the Lord of lords, come on, and the king of kings. And so since he is omniscient, he knows everything. Since he is sovereign, he has uh, the ability to do what he desires to do, how he desires to do it. It is his prerogative because he's God and there is no other God beside him. And so we as the elect of God, we as the body of Christ must understand this, that what God has said, he meant and what he meant, he said, and regardless of the change that changes that are occurring in our culture, in our world, in our society, he declared that he is God and he changes not. And so here we are with a biblical perspective podcast and our assignment, our mandate is to boldly and unapologetically discuss what the church's stance and or position should be on an array of subjects and topics in regards to life's issues, political issues, you name it here on a biblical perspective, we're going to boldly and unapologetically inform you of what your position should be as the elect of God, not what culture wants it to be, not what society says it should be, but what God's word says our position as his elect should be. And of course, we're using the Bible, the scriptures as our frame of reference. And so I'm excited again. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yay. <laughs> I'm excited to be with you. My new podcast family, those of you whom are listening via CPN, the Charisma Podcast Network, and or those who may be listening via 
Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, I welcome you again to a biblical perspective. We are family and we're going to have a great time together as we dive, delve into the word of God, understanding what he actually said and what he meant by what he said and how to apply and appropriate appropriate what he has instructed. That's our responsibility as the elect of God, as the children of God. And so on today's broadcast, our very first, again, very first, very first, we can give him praise once again, our very first broadcast. I wanted to take this opportunity to inform you of what to expect from Prophet C.T. Johnson and a Biblical Perspective podcast. I wanted to take this opportunity to give you insight to what our mandate is, our mission is, our, our objective is. Also, give you an opportunity to know me. And I'm going to have opportunity to know you because we're going to interact. That's right. I'm going to share with you at the close of our broadcast of how broadcast. I'm also on television. And so <laughs> my uh, I'm learning how to switch hats in regards to what I'm doing at the time in which I'm doing it. But at the end of our podcast, yeah, at the end of our podcast, I'm going to share with you my new family, how you can interact with me via social media and Contact me through our ministry, whereby you can share your thoughts, share your feedback in regards to the podcast. So this is not at all by any means a monologue, but a biblical perspective is a dialogue. It is a platform whereby we will have conversation between you and I. And as you interact with me via email, via social media, I'm going to share those comments and share those thoughts with you right here on the podcast. And we're also going to have wonderful, powerful, impactful men and women that are fulfilling their assignment, their destiny and their purpose in regards to their sovereign, their King Jesus Christ. We're going to have dialogue with them at least once a month. We're going to have an interview, a conversation, really a better word than interview, but we're going to have conversation. We're going to have dialogue with men and women across this country, across the globe that are impacting their world, their sphere for Jesus Christ. And so you want to make sure that you connect with Prophet Johnson and a biblical perspective because we're going to have a wonderful time. We're going to deal with, again, subjects and topics that are taboo. We're going to deal with the LGBT. That's right. We're going to deal with premarital sex. We're going to deal with divorce, remarriage. We're going to deal with the political issues that are springing up in our world today. We're going to address in regards to politics and or the political realm, the Equality Act. We're going to discuss those things. But again, here's the caveat. 
we're going to discuss it from God's perspective, from God's point of view. And so today's broadcast, I'm going to break down what biblical perspective is. What does it mean to have a biblical perspective? One thing that you will soon find out about Prophet Johnson, and that is I'm I'm a student of words. I'm a wordsmith. As a prophet of God, as a functionary of God, when you understand the prophet's office and the prophet's mantle, you come to understand that prophets are wordsmiths. We have the ability to dissect words and trace its meaning back to its origin, the etymological root thereof. Because this is important, this is a necessity, because society has changed meanings and has rewritten the definitions and the meanings of words whereby what a word once meant, it doesn't mean that any longer. For instance, case in point, Christianity. (laughs) Today, that term Christianity includes Everyone, it includes all behaviors, it includes all mindsets. But according to the Bible, according to scripture, and as Dr. Paula Price, my apostle, always says, God never called us Christian. He never called us Christian. Christian is found, that word is found in the Bible initially in Acts, whereby we were called Christians first at Antioch. But God's word for his people to differentiate us to distinguish us from the citizens of other nations and from those that served and pledged their allegiance to other gods was the elect of God. We are the elect of God. And so that word, that term Christian and even Christianity, it doesn't mean what it once meant or what it should mean. That is a follower, a follower of Christ, a disciple of Christ, one whose life resembles that of Jesus Christ. But nowadays, 21st century, you can shack up. That's a term that means cohabitate and you're not married. I just shared with you, not literally, but I just gave you an idea of my age range. (laughs) But that's a term shack up or shacking. You can do that. You can cohabitate, not be married, and you can receive all the benefits of marriage and still be a Christian. You can live according to the dictates, the wheels and the proclivities of your flesh and still be a Christian. That's culture. And unfortunately, that's church, but it's not kingdom and it's not scripture. So here on a biblical perspective, we're going to tackle the hard subjects, the taboo subjects. We're going to deal with things that. Most preachers nowadays, I call them cowardice priests, and that's a teaching. That's a podcast in and of itself. But many are cowardice priests hiding behind the pulpit, hiding behind their clerical garbs, and they're not defending the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, here on a biblical perspective, our mandate is to defend Jesus Christ at all costs. We are not going to leave Christ defenseless. And I believe I have some listeners out there in podcast land, podcast world that stand with me and that 
if I could hear you right now, you would yell back, prophet, I'm with you. We're with you. We're going to defend Jesus Christ. And so that's our mandate. But I want to share with you in more detail what biblical perspective, what a biblical perspective is all about. And let me say this before we go into the meat of the matter. You've heard since we've begun on today, some sound effects. And I want you to know that this podcast, again, we are cerebral. We're a thinking people because our God is a thinking God and we're intelligent. We endeavor to be, we strive to be for, we represent an intelligent God. And so this podcast is not uh, for nonchalant, for the nonchalant. It's not for the lackadaisical, for the sluggish. This podcast is for those that endeavor to be informed about what's happening, not only in our world and in our society, but informed in regards to the word of God. So we can be proactive and not reactive and our response to events, our response to circumstances and situations aren't fleshly responses, but they're word solidified responses. And in order for your response to be in alignment with the word of God, you must have understanding. And so we're going to, again, deal with the tough subjects and we're going to deal with it not only from a biblical perspective, but we're going to deal with it intellectually. And because our subject matters at times, most times will be weighty, will go against many of the unbiblical yet traditional teachings and doctrines that many of you have embraced over the years. So I have decided to break up or not necessarily break up, but I've decided that to give you some sugar with the castor oil, basically. And so when we hit on topics or when we say something that packs a punch, you might hear the bell. And that bell means that whatever was said (laughs) was powerful, was impactful. And uh, I have this habit that when I'm preaching and what I'm saying or really what the Holy Spirit is saying through me, when it resonates, I have this habit. I stump my right foot. I'm not one of those serene preachers. Um, I become animated every now and again. And so since I can't really stump my foot here while we're doing the podcast, the bell is my way of stumping my foot. And so we have to give you uh, give you something that helps to take the sting out of what it is that we're going to uh, deal with. And, and, and it, it's going to sting every now and again. And so, uh, yeah, but now I digress. Let's move into what our assignment is for today. Uh, As I aforementioned, this broadcast, today's broadcast, I should say, is more of you 
receiving understanding of what to expect from a biblical perspective and really giving you understanding or allowing you, yeah, giving you understanding in regards to what Christ expects from me, what he has instructed me to do. And I have to do it the way that he has instructed me to. And so we're going to have a powerful, powerful time on this journey, learning to see from God's point of view, learning to see from God's point of view. Now, unfortunately, we have been sold a, a, a lie. I was trying to find a nice way to put it, but you'll find out that Prophet Johnson is very blunt, straight, directed to the point. There's so much erroneous, errant teaching that has been shared, passed down, and preached over the years, over the decades within the church. And one of those erroneous teachings is that God is interested in our thoughts. And what I mean by that is he's interested in hearing your opinion and your point of view in regards to certain subject matters, such as just throwing it out there. Homosexuality. That's always a hot topic. Um, abortion. That's also another hot topic. And unfortunately we have been misinformed by church leaders. We've been misinformed by leadership. And when I say leadership, I'm talking about within the body of Christ that, Hey, God wants you to share with him your thoughts and your feelings as it pertains to these subject matters because he takes interest in what concerns us. So he takes interest in what we have interest in. And I hate to burst your bubble. And again, I'm already rocking the boat. I know it. But God's, and hear me, pull close to your device. God's concerned about what concerns him. Did you hear that? God's concerned about what concerns him. And the only way for him to concern himself about what concerns us is that what concerns us has to align with his will. Case in point, there are many that are concerned about having the husband of someone else. And God is not concerned about that. <laughs> there, are, there are many that are concerned about increasing their financial portfolio. But their reason is greed and or their reason is is for self gain they're they're not desiring to increase their financial portfolio so that they could financially facilitate the assignment of God and or facilitate the missions of God and facilitate his 
agenda. No, but there are many for selfish reasons. They want increase in their pocket. They want increase in their finances simply because of self gratification. They want to make life better for themselves. So God is not see when we think when we become a cerebral body versus just an emotional body of believers. There are a lot of things that when you take the time to process them intellectually, you understand that doesn't make sense. You understand that that way of thinking, it borders along confusion and God is not the author thereof. And so we have been told that he's concerned about everything that concerns you. No, not necessarily. We've been told that God wants you to weigh in on this subject matter, even though he has already laid down the prerequisite, even though he's already established the president, he's established the premise, even though he's already said what he meant, meant what he said. We've been told by the evangelicals, we've been told by the word of faith, no, that God wants to hear about how you feel in regards to the subject of abortion. No, he doesn't. Because he has already said what he needed to say, wanted to say, desired to say, and the case is closed. He's against it, regardless of your rationale, regardless of your reasoning. Are you listening? And so I'm going to prove this in scripture as it pertains to God is not concerned about hearing your thoughts. He actually wants our thoughts to change. He actually wants us to cease thinking how we've once thought. Yeah. He actually wants our opinion to align with his and or become his. And I'm going to, of course, validify that point in scripture. But before we do that, I want to break down this word perspective. I want to break down this word perspective. If you recall, I told you not too many moments ago that I am a student of words as a prophet of God. I am a wordsmith. Understanding the meaning of a word and a words helps you, helps me, helps us to be able to have full, complete, right concepts uh, and comprehension. That's a better word. When you understand the meaning of words and when you have the right understanding, when you dissect it back again to its origin, when you find out the etymological root thereof, you now have better comprehension of what has been stated and or what has been said. And now because you comprehend it, you can appropriate it. You can apply it. And so let's look at perspective. This definition that I'm getting ready to give you comes from Etym Online. That's E-T-Y-M-O-N-L-I-N-E, Etym Online. 
And it gives you, again, the etymological and or the original meaning of the word. And perspective from the 14th century, word perspective, it is the science of optics. That's an operative word, optics, the science of optics. Optics deals with sight, okay? It deals with sight. Optical from the Latin word perspectus. Clearly perceived, inspect, look through, look closely at. That's what perspective means from the etymological root, from the etymological standpoint. It is the science of optics, of sight. So when we, when we talk about a biblical perspective, we're talking about seeing from the scriptures vantage point or from the author of scriptures vantage point or seeing it his way, seeing it from his point of view. Are you following me? Are you understanding that? So as believers, there's only one way that we ought to perceive the word of God. And that is in the manner that he wrote it. I tell people all the time because people tell me that, well, the scriptures, the Bible is left to the individual's interpretation. Whoever's preaching, whoever is teaching, uh, we're, we're, we're giving our interpretation of scripture, our understanding. And my response is that might be how you preach. That might be your approach. But that's not my approach. I don't give my interpretation because scripture interprets itself. See, and when we teach the gospel, when we preach the Bible, we're not supposed to be giving our thoughts in regards to, well, this is what I think he meant, or this is what I believe. When people start to use those words, I think and I believe you already have lost me because that lets me know that in most cases you have Isergeted the text versus exergeted. Now I know that's a $100 theological word and a term, but to isergeet scripture means that you give your interpretation, but to exergeet it means that you allow the scripture to interpret itself, to speak for itself. And so we're only supposed to have one point of view. I don't know what happened to the church whereby we thought God was okay with us mixing and mingling our thoughts and our point of view and our ideology. And this is how I see it. And this is what I think. God doesn't care what you think. He doesn't care what I think. He wants us to think what he thinks. He wants us to think how he thinks. Come on here. I think that's bell worthy. He, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't care. I know, I know this going against some of your grain, but a lot of what we've been taught from the pulpit in church doesn't align with scripture. And that's why I'm here to bring us back to the Bible because we're in that day that Paul talked to Timothy about where men would develop itching ears, desiring to go after something new, something fresh, something different, really something damnable, something devilish, the doctrines of devils. And that's what we're seeing in the church today. We're seeing many are t 
turning away from the faith. That word faith there means doctrine, specifically the apostles doctrine. People are turning away from the doctrine of the apostles that in which they preach was given unto them by Christ himself. And so we're not supposed to establish another foundation. We're not supposed to lay another foundation. We're supposed to build upon the foundation that was laid by the founding apostles. All right. The other definition I want to give you in regards to perspective is from Oxford English Dictionary and then Merriam-Webster, the one that most of us are familiar with. The Oxford Dictionary says, in regards to perspective, true understanding of the relative importance of things, true understanding. And then Merriam-Webster says, in regards to perspective, the capacity to view things in their true or relative importance. Now, the word that I want you to focus and or hone in on in those two meanings and or definitions are is the word true perspective. Again, Oxford English Dictionary, true understanding of the relative importance of things. Merriam-Webster capacity to view things in their true relations or relative importance. Well, who better, listen, who better to articulate truth, who better to reveal truth than truth himself? So that was good. So if you want the truth in regards to those subjects that I gave abortion, if you want the truth in regards to homosexuality, lesbianism, if you want the truth in regards to cohabitation, if you want the truth in regards to any area or aspect of life, you don't go to an outside source, really a resource. You go to the source. You go to the one that created what it is you have questioned or concerned about. And so in order for us to develop the right optics and or to see things from the appropriate lens in regards to those subjects that I mentioned, you need go to the scriptures. You need go to the Bible. You need go to the word of God. Is this not good? This is just a little taste of what you are going to get every week from Prophet Johnson and this platform, a biblical perspective podcast. Now, real quick, before we say adieu, I want to look at Philippians two and five, then Romans 12 and 12, and we'll close with Isaiah 55 and eight Philippians two and five. If you recall at the beginning of the broadcast, I said that again, we have been erroneously taught incorrectly told that God wants to, uh, he wants to know, or he's interested in your thoughts regarding 
this and that. And uh, we, we, we have really uh, allowed the church to make God to bring down, to bring God down to a level of commonality whereby we've become common with God. And, 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 and we fail to realize even when the scripture says that, that Abram was a friend of God, that that doesn't mean that he was or felt as though he was on God's level. Doesn't mean that he disrespected God in his conversations. It doesn't mean that he lost respect. It doesn't mean that he spoke to God and or handled God without reverence and or without fear. No, that simply means that he had an intimate relationship with God and God spoke to him uh, in ways and in manners, directly speaking, that he did not communicate with others. It doesn't mean that because he was a friend of God that he, you know, hey, what's up, G, <laughs> and things of that nature. No, he had much respect, much fear, much reverence for God. But that's the mentality that we develop, and that's the understanding that we've developed as it pertains to our relationship with Christ, that we're on his level. And so if you think like that, that you're on his level, then you begin to deceive yourself in thinking that he processes like you process things that he reacts as you react. But God, Christ is not flesh driven. He's not flesh led. He's spirit led. He's led by the word of his father. All right. And so I want you to understand that. No. God is not interested in you sharing your thoughts with him. He's interested in your thoughts being conformed to his. You don't believe it. Philippians two and five. You don't have to take my word for it. Let this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you. That was also, which was also in Christ Jesus. That verse right there proves my point. God is not concerned about, well, what do you think, Johnson, about abortion? No, he doesn't want me to share my thoughts. He wants me to adopt his, whatever he has said in regards to the subject. That's my stand. That's my position. I feel the Holy Spirit. That's my stand. That's my position. That's my stand. That's my position. Whatever he has said, Johnson, what's your opinion on this? I don't have one. What do you mean you don't have one? God has already addressed that situation. God has already addressed that issue. And since I represent God, since I represent Jesus Christ, I am a representative of Jesus Christ. Hence, we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God. What do you think that means? See, we use words and we use terms and terminologies that we have no understanding of. That's why, again, I'm a student of words. I'm a stickler for having right understanding of the meaning of a word. So if we're ambassadors of Christ, that means we are representatives of our country and or the nation that we're citizens of, which is the nation of Jesus Christ. And we represent not only the nation, but we represent the king of the nation, the sovereign of the nation. So, no, I'm not going to utilize 
this time, this platform to tell you what Johnson thinks about anything, because what I think is irrelevant. God's opinion is the only one that matters. Let's look at Romans 12, Romans 12, Romans 12, Romans 12. And if my iPad would cooperate, Romans 12, very familiar passage of scripture. And I want to jump to verse two and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Listen, he says, don't conform to this world. Don't conform to this age, but I want you to transform your life. Here is how it's done. Your life is transformed as your mind is changed, as your mind is renewed in accordance to the mind of God, which is concealed in the word of God that ye may prove. He says, you have to have a renewed mind. You have to have a God mind in order to prove what is good and what is acceptable and what is God's perfect will. See? So what we've been told makes us feel good. It makes us feel as though God and I are buddies. But when I was growing up, my mother told us she raised three boys. I'm the middle of three boys and she was a single parent. She made sure that we understood. I'm not your friend. I'm your mother. I'm your parent. And we understand that when it comes to our domestic lives, but somehow we don't see how that fits when it comes to our relationship with God. He is our parent. He is not our friend in regards to being on the same level with him. Let me read Romans 12 and two again, but from the CEV version, the contemporary English version. And it says, listen to this. Don't be like the people of this world, but let God change the way you think. Then you will know how to do everything that is good and pleasing to him. It says, let God change the way you think. So that right there blows out of the water. This false teaching, this damnable doctrine, as it were, in regards to God is concerned about how you feel. God wants to know your thoughts in regards to such and such. No, he does not. He wants your thoughts to become his because our thoughts are contrary to his. Isaiah 55 and 8, our last scripture for today. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Very simple, very plain. Neither are my ways. Neither are your ways, rather, my ways, saith the Lord. God said, no, we're not equal. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. We're not equal. We're not on the same page. No, I'm still God. I'm still the creator. I'm still sovereign. I'm still omniscient. I'm yet full of wisdom. I am infinite in wisdom. I'm infinite. You're finite. You're limited, but I'm not. Listen, dear hearts, this is what you're going to get. This type of teaching, this type of enlightenment, this type of revelation. That's right. This is what you're going to receive here on a biblical perspective podcast with yours truly. Prophet C.T. Johnson. This was our very first episode. And again, yay! Glory to God. We give him praise. 
and we give him the glory for what he has done. I am so looking forward to our future times together. So I need you to spread the word and let your friends, your family, your enemies, let everyone know that, hey, there's a new podcast that is on Charisma Podcast Network, that's on Apple Podcasts, that's on every podcast platform, and you need to connect with this podcast. You need to connect with this host, Prophet Johnson. We have had an empowering podcast, indeed. And you'll find out, in case you didn't realize it on today, that one of my favorite words is empower. And in broadcast to come, I'll share with you what it means and why it is so special to me. And today, again, we have had an empowering broadcast. We have some great broadcasts coming up. We have guests coming up. And our next broadcast, oh, it's going to be a doozy. It is going to be a doozy. I thank you so much for listening to A Biblical Perspective. Yeah, I got tongue tied. I thank you again for listening to A Biblical Perspective with yours truly, Prophet Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, why won't you express it? How can you express it? You can express it by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and impact lives with the empowering, enlightening and educating word of Jesus Christ. Also, don't forget to follow and connect with me on social media. Remember, I told you we're going to have conversations here on a biblical perspective. So I want you to connect with me on social media via Facebook at CT Johnson Ministries International, Instagram and Twitter at CTJ Ministries and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. CT Johnson Ministries. For more information or to contact the ministry, visit the website at ctjohnson.org. Until our next podcast, this is Prophet Johnson. I love you. Be empowered.